All right. Hello. Hello, L. What's up? What's up? L, how's it going? L Orlando in the mix here. Amanda Gale, slightly late, but it's okay. Amanda, if you're watching right now, don't worry about it. We're just getting started here. Episode <laughs> 229 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. L, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It, I'm great. More importantly, how was LA? You just got back. It was awesome. Kind of. I mean, it was good. Like, it was cool to experience. I'd never <laughs> been there before, right? Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, the comics were way nicer than I thought they were going to be. Okay. I don't know. I think I'm just used to New York. Well, you mean like a new face since you haven't been there before? Like people were pumped to see a new face, something like that? I know. I feel like comedy is just a little different. It's not as like punchy. Like obviously the really good comics out there are great. And then it's like everyone else is, it's just like a different style. It's more like long story form not a lot of punchlines, and so then i me performing next to them it just made me look amazing well also i feel like the spots out there i mean correct me if i'm wrong are definitely longer than your typical 10 minute you know new york set you know like most of the spots out there are like 15 minutes plus now um they i just had 10 oh really yeah yeah we we were the shows i was on we were just doing 10 but um but yeah, I don't know. It made me, I mean, I liked it because it gave me a confidence boost. But, but then when I came back to New York, I was like, oh, I'm literally not shit. <laughs> well, also, I feel like when you're in L.A. or so many more people are doing like acting over like comedy out there, you know? Yeah, totally. And then when you think about New York, it's way more so, like there are way more comedians. Like when you're going to any given club, like there's a different lineup everywhere. Yeah. Like even, for example, like the Ted Jones Comedy Show or the sh- show oh, that yeah. Elle and Amanda um, so greatly produce. Like there's different comics every single time. I feel like if I want to get good at comedy you gotta you gotta be in new york you gotta be in new york right so a week in la every year that's probably i feel like what comics would say yeah what what do you think about that yeah that sounds good i mean i honestly i (laughs) i feel like i i i might go back there honestly in uh the summer just for another week Uh just because i feel like i made like you made a nice impression over there yeah you know, they made me feel good about myself. All right. Well, that's good. Well, that's all we need is to, for you to feel good about yourself. So let's talk about New York. Let's talk about this show a little bit. It's a little tough to say that, by the way. I know. I will say I the sh- I know. show. It was supposed to be the shit show. Yeah, that's what I thought it was also when it's because it's the sh- shit show. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So it was supposed to be the shit show. But then like for like marketing purposes, um, I guess Facebook would flag it if it said yeah, shit. Totally. So Well, you also have the card right here, guys. If you can't see, I'm pulling up to the to the camera. If you guys are on Spotify, you'll see it right here in the in the camera. Also on YouTube, the show. And then it says scan here for seventy percent off. That's also a great little touch. I love this uh this QR code. Oh, thank you. By the way, Amanda Gale parking right now, so I'm sure you guys will hear the buzzer in a moment. So when did you guys start the show? Um, a year almost a little over a year ago. And where'd yeah. you guys meet? We la- we met at uh, Laughing Buddha. You oh, remember? nice. A little open mic. Yeah. Yeah, of mic. course. So I'm at Lounge at the time. Now the Cellar 77. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. that place has been a number of different comedy open mics. Yeah. It was. Um, but yeah, she was like my first friend. Oh, re- comedy. that's yeah. so nice. Like you got to feel that pain, I feel like. And to the hunger pains. Yeah. I st- well, I still eat chickpeas and beans out of the can. That's like, <laughs> I, like I, I, that's just a weird thing that I do. I also feel like it's just easy to do. 
And like, I don't know, like, I guess I would be considered a hungry, a hungry comic. But like, I also don't mind that with the hot suet and the yeast and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird. Well, I'm vegan. So like, I don't have that many options. And like, I'm not a good cook. So whatever. I'll just throw stuff together. Damn. Yeah. What are you eating in Williamsburg? Um, I just started like buying groceries. Not Oh, so you're cooking big time now. Look for Amanda. It's hard. I um I eat a lot of pickles. <laughs> a lot of pickles and like carrots. Like with a sandwich? Pickles and carrots. I feel yeah. like pickles are so much better than carrots. Why would you drop off after pickles? <laughs> I like no, I like them both. I switch off. Pickles, carrots, hummus. It's like I don't like to cook either. So nice. So you put like carrots and hummus. Yeah. Very healthy. Pickles yeah. and hummus though? No. No, you can't just, do that. just straight pickles. Okay. Are yeah. you Jewish? No. Orlando, I, I guess, like... not such a Jewish name. But I was just <laughs> no. wondering what the pickles, yeah. I like vinegar. Okay. I'm a vinegary. I, I would eat a lot of pickles. I don't know. Sometimes I would just overdose on the pickles. Because you look and see, it's like five calories per pickle. But yeah. then you look down at the sodium, you have too many of those. Yeah. You just be freaking dry the rest of the day. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But I used to, I, I went vegan for like three no for like six months honestly six, really months. that's yeah. impressive though so no cheese no eggs no no, no fish no 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 pure vegan like wow what was that what was the what made you do that um what was the starting point i okay it's so stupid but i i had to run like a half marathon because my aunt like signed me up and she's like hey <laughs> what i know she was like if you run this marathon i'll pay for this trip to disney for us and like she my family's from florida and so yeah. we love disney okay like, i think that's so much fun right. and like you should have just ran to disney like at that point yeah <laughs> gets half marathon and running to disney a little bit further but a little bit further <laughs> But, um, and I didn't want to like train for the marathon. And so I watched this Netflix documentary. Game changers. Yes. Yes. That made, that'll make you go vegan. I'm telling you, if you guys have never seen it on Netflix, one of the better documentaries. And also it like, it pulls you in. There are other vegan documentaries that are boring AF. They just talk about the climate and they talk about the freaking CO2, which is the climate and the cows and stuff like that. But like (laughs) game changers, as you know, and if you guys have ever seen it, it shows the transformation of a big time athlete performing better um, after he went vegan, you know, and stuff and and like the blood in his body and stuff like that. So you saw game changers and then what happened? And then I was like, this is how I can run a half marathon plus like a nine mile marathon or whatever. I had to run two marathons without training. And Uh so I did it. I went vegan and then I ran the marathons and it was totally fine. And so why did you have to, you had to run two though to go to Disney World? Yeah. I had to run a half and then I had to run like, I had to run a half marathon and then seven more miles. I'm confused. Why another seven after that? I don't. It's like there's there's three that's marathons. That's like three quarters of a marathon. I know. There's three <laughs> marathons you can run. Uh-huh. It's like a full, a half, and then a, like a seven. three quarters. Yeah. And where was it? It was in Florida? Yeah, it was in Disney. Well, you were already there, though, it seems yeah. like. So you maybe didn't potentially have to do it. But you stuck to your word. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was <laughs> it was good i guess i mean i'm assuming i lost some weight from it i don't know you're a runner though in general or that was the no. first time you've ever ran i've ran before but you know i don't know i feel like i have enough athletic ability where i have this like idea that i can do stuff like that on a whim okay when i probably can't were you an athlete in high school yeah 
What'd you play? Soccer. Okay. Did you have any college aspirations, like play soccer in college? No, I was, I don't, my my parents got so intense about soccer because I was like really good from a young age. And so they were like, oh, you're going to be a soccer star and all you're going to do is play soccer. And I'm like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. I don't want to do it. So not, you didn't play in high school. I played in high school. uh, And then I quit senior year because I was just like, everyone was like too down my neck about it. Uh And so then I. And then I, I actually started playing again when I moved to New York. I was, like, in this really intense, like, co-ed league. And it was – I forget what it's called. Was but it, it, like, Zip zip Sports or something? No, it was, like, the top co-ed league in New York. You, what, do you have to try out for that? Yeah, I tried out. Oh, wow. I made it. <laughs> and I played, like, three games, and I was like, so out. I was like, you guys are – because you're playing against men, and they're going for your knees right. and your ankles. Right, going for the shins. Yeah. Slide tackle. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to get hurt as an adult. Like, <laughs> How often were you playing, though? It was like once a week practice, once a week game? No, it was all games. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. So, So it's what, that, you know, like an hour and a half a week for the game? Yeah. But they're, like, intense. You're playing, like, for your fucking life every game. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. I was like, I I quit. (laughs) So how often are you booked now um, on the comedy scene? By the way, I don't know if I introduced that well enough in the beginning. El Orlando, a comic. That's why I was talking about this show. But anyway, yes, how often are you booked these days besides besides your show? Mm, I don't know. Like five days a week? I would say minimum four. Okay. That's... I think to say that I would like more spots maybe, but at some point it would just get overwhelming. And I do really like producing the shows. Like I'm I'm sure you love producing shows as well. And then just doing the podcast and doing the vlog. It's a lot. So it is a lot. So, um, I'm good with the the workload for sure. Yeah. And your shows weekly at the stand it's biweekly. And then we do at asylum, which is not biweekly now. It's like, but it's approaching that. So it's looking like about like every 10 days we have a, comedy night with Ted Jones or Ted Jones comedy show. So yeah, it's, I mean like this past year, I mean, like I've said, it's been great getting to know like a ton of people mm-hmm. and forming relationships. But I think at, at some point, you know, I'd like to turn it down and just kind of focus on my own stuff, you know, just cause like when you're doing a spot anywhere in the city, I mean, you're not so focused on, all right, how many people are going to be there? What are the ticket sales? How long is everybody doing? You know, when they just have you on a random comedy show, it's yeah. a lot easier. You just show up, do whatever you got to do yeah. and leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much less stressful, but it's also, you, you definitely appreciate it more from producing your own show. Cause you're like, I know this is probably take, I mean, especially if the, you know, the crowd is filled, you know, that's a lot of work to get people there one second I'll let, uh, Amanda's yeah. calling one second I'll just talk hey guys yeah, just talk. Let <laughs> know what's going on what have I done with my day yeah, let us know. well you know my best friend I don't know if any of you out there has witnessed this or has this happened to you but your best friend for forever has or gets pregnant and then you realize your friendship is over like, it was hanging by a thread. Well, she just got pregnant, though, or it's been a little bit? She just got pregnant. Well, I mean, you don't really announce you're pregnant until, like, six yeah, yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's been, she's, I mean, she, the baby's coming, but, you know, you were best friends, and then she got married, hanging by a thread, and now she's pregnant, and it's kind of over. <laughs> Does she live in New York? She lives in Austin. Oh, well, I mean, that's tough to, like, maintain a friendship when somebody lives in Austin, though. I know. Well, especially when she's pregnant. 
it was just kind of the idea that we were still best friends. But then now with this baby, she's never going to remember me. Your, your friends kind of birth your biggest enemy, you know, which is their children. Right. Well, then also when a baby's born, don't they like, well, I mean, it's depending. Oh, there's Amanda. Depending if it's a guy or a girl, like the baby usually is um, protective over the mother or husband, right? Oh, you think the baby? Yeah, yeah maybe they're. Maybe when they're That's young. That's what I've heard. Oh. Yeah, 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 when they're young. Like yeah. when you're like breastfeeding and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, this is my boob. All right, yeah. well, I mean, if your friend has been pregnant for six months now. When do people actually tell other people six that months. they're pregnant? Six months? Yeah. Well, I guess that's so there's not any, what, just in case anything bad happens? Yeah. yeah. Miscarriages. <laughs> Those things. I, I think it's just because the chance of miscarriage is... Uh, high during that time so you don't want to tell people and be like oh just kidding it's yeah true hi amanda amanda hi. what's up Sam? hello hello amanda is here well you got a nice little uh diet coke I perfect know. if i can just have you take off your shoes all good all good welcome amanda gale to the podcast Thank you. we've been talking good to see you um can i i'm gonna have you sit here can i get you any uh water or an iced coffee well you look great your hair looks good do you just get it done Oh, yeah, you got it. So Elle and I were just talking about having babies and how you got to wait. Yeah, <laughs> you got to <laughs> wait six months to tell people. Oh, I three. That's what I was kind of thinking. I thought it was three months. Six maybe months. Maybe your friend should have told you a little earlier. <laughs> maybe she's not my best friend. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. And we were also we've talked about a few things now. Amanda Gale, say hello to the camera over there. Hi. You're ready to go. If you want to just put the those um, headphones on, we'll do a quick audio check. Hey. And we're doing this great, amazing. This is so high tech and awesome. You you hear? You're I'm good. Impressed. Yeah, I'm very impressed. With okay, you cool. So now we have the full <laughs> squad here. The full hey, squad. Yeah. I was also. I just um. I showed the card that I got Ooh. from one of your shows. Very cool. Oh, yeah. The QR code. So you guys started the show about a year ago now. Yeah, February mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. And um, since when have you been doing it at the West Side Comedy Club and Comedy Shop? Because you guys used to do it at Baby Brasa in yeah, West Village, was, right? That's <laughs> Yeah, that was the first place we did it. Yeah. Okay, because I remember first seeing it um, probably this summer, and, like, I stopped by one time. But, like, what what was the situation? It was just, like, outside on the yeah. kind of deck? Yeah. Yeah, and people, like, I mean, it was cool during the pandemic, but then eventually, like, everyone was over. Like, our attention spans can't handle an yeah. indoor-outdoor situation anymore, and we were just like, we got to get inside somewhere, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Comedy uh, needs walls, you know? Yeah, it really does. Right, because yeah. there was, like, a, a screen on the outside of yeah. it, right? Yeah, just a screen. It was screen. like a tent. It <laughs> was <laughs> like... Yeah, and they used to, like, if it was someone's birthday in the other tent, they were like, yeah, fuck your life. We're going to sing happy birthday as loud as we can. <laughs> we were always battling with, like, music, because they would have music on that side, and it would be comedy, and it's just like, we can't... We're, we're just battling each other. Like, yeah. the arts are just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a civil war of the arts. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like also at a restaurant like that, like, they wanted to take full advantage of every outdoor space that they have. Yeah. Yeah, and they were trying to, like, really press, uh, like, a $60 dinner on us, like, for each Ooh. guest. And it's just, like, that doesn't so that make was So that was the ticket? $60? No, 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 no. They, like, eventually at the end, they are like, how do we get every you know, audience member to spend $60 wow. like when they come here and it's like, <laughs> you're I like, don't I don't know. Tell me know. if you yeah. find out. Yeah. yeah. It's also like most comedy shows. I don't know how they do it at um, the comedy shop and West side comedy club, but um, 
they usually charge like a minimum. Every place like besides the stand for what I know is like they do a, it's like a ticket and then it's a drink minimum too also, right? Yeah, two drink minimum. Yeah. Is that how they do it at the places that you guys do it? Comedy shop, yes. West Side, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really yeah, figured that out. And then also, standard. is it 21 plus? That's always something I for, really don't know. I don't think West Side is. I don't think West Side is, but Comedy Shop is. Why is that? Why is it different? I think it's just because um, it's a bar, but bar, they, and but don't they serve alcohol at like all of these places? But they're not like bars. I, I actually don't know what the New York City law is. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Okay, where are you coming from? Amanda. I'm coming from my home, my apartment in Hoboken. Nice. Sure okay. is day. So and if you... I smell bad, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and you drove here? I drove here, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. I usually take the pass train when I go. I've used to go to Journal Square all the time. I was telling Elle that I used to work um, at my dad's company for a number of years. Oh, nice. So I would take the path train like 40 minutes from 23rd Street to Journal Square. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was there like once or twice a week. What did your dad do? I haven't been there in a long time. Well, I was a property manager for my dad's company, oh, like nice. real estate company, so I'd make sure that um, everything was good in the building, heating, piping, gas, whatever, property right. manager stuff. And then I was also telling Al, like about almost a year ago now, like when I've done comedy full-time, you know, producing shows, wow. uh, doing this podcast, doing the vlog. So it's been fun been a fun year well you're killing it so thank you i, I appreciate i appreciate it, it. Yeah. um so what else guys what should we i feel like we should have a we should have a um a discussion that we could just stamp mark right here so what do you guys want to talk about <laughs> do you guys want a trauma bond yeah sure <laughs> what happened what, what do you mean what <laughs> happened today that there's a trauma bond? also do you want water i haven't given you water yet coffee it's, you're such a good host wait you want of, water i'm a little bit diet coke i'm like an o- older jewish woman okay I, <laughs> coke, like, yeah like, why is it so good? It's, yeah. You're either a Diet Coke person or a Coca-Cola person. Well, which oh, is the, what's yeah. the best Diet Coke, though? There's always a debate over None. that. Zero Diet Coke. You don't like Diet Coke? No, I like Coca-Cola. Oh, that's right. That's like a Mexican thing, though. Mexican people. <laughs> well, I didn't mean that, like, racistly, but, like, Mexico loves Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, regular Coke. Yeah. Regular Coke. Yeah, Al is just very Mexican. It's the most Mexican part. The one from the fountain. <laughs> Both of them the, from the fountain, I think, are the best. I don't know why. Fountain is the best. It's just they put yeah. more syrup in it, and they don't, like... Mm-hmm. Coagulate it good enough, or as well as they do the um, in the can. It the cans. Good. Yeah, but McDonald's fountain soda is really good. Have do you guys like? Oh yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to McDonald's in so long because I'm a vegan. He's, I was telling, he's I was a telling vegan. Al too. Yeah. Wow. You're not at all vegan stuff. I eat a lot of salads, but I don't. I don't eat a lot of meat. I'd say, but I'm not like anti meat. You know. Mm-hmm. If it's around, it's around. Yeah, I hear you. That's like how I felt for so long. I was just eating whatever. But like now being vegan, I feel like the one advantage I have is like if I'm drunk and there's a birthday cake in front of me, I won't eat it. Usually because there's egg in it. Oh, wow. But yeah, but like that's the only thing I'll really hold myself back from if there's egg in it. Uh, how long have you been vegan for? Um, fully uh, about a year and a half. I stopped okay. eating fish. Wow. But before that, probably like two and a half years. So I stopped eating fish like a year and a half ago. Is it health reasons or is it like... It, I think it's... Health, you know what? I think it's all the good things. Okay. But like it started off as I had jaw surgery. So I really couldn't chew meat at all for like close to six months. So I was eating fruits, um, oatmeal, vegetables, whatever was really soft. And then I kind of just made the transition to only eating vegan stuff. Oh, okay. And it's been pretty smooth just because, like, there's so many options, I feel like, in Manhattan, especially yeah. for vegan foods. Like, I can just go on and see whatever it is, like, 30 options to order from. Yeah. I lean towards vegan food more often. Meat just started grossing me out, you know? Yeah. And I've never 
fully gotten ungrossed out by meat. <laughs> well, also, I feel like when you watch some of these documentaries that are anti-meat, yes. I mean, that's when it, that's what will put you uh, anti-meat. Did you yes. see What the Health? Yeah. We were, Holy shit. You saw yeah. What the Health? No. You'll Yo, never you never, you haven't seen never, that? You no. will never eat meat again. And when you see that, you won't want to eat anything. But you did. I, I know. <laughs> but for a minute, but for a minute, for a minute, I'm like, oh my God, this is dirty. This Do you is see like Game Changers also? No, I didn't see that. This is basically just like an athlete who, what did he, he was like an MMA guy and yeah. he switched oh, yeah, from yeah, eating yeah. meat to only eating plants and then he was doing that, you know, the thing, yeah, yeah. The thing at the gym when he whipped <laughs> that thing. He, his record was like 20 minutes, wow. I think, or maybe yeah. it was even less than that. And then after he switched to like not eating meat, it was 60 minutes. So it just like clears your blood. Better yes. blood flow, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. more clarity. I don't know, but I think it's the wave of the future, and like we can't eat meat for that much longer. Right. You yeah. know, I hate to be that guy who's like pressing vegan on anyone, and I don't think I am, but I just think in general things are gonna start to change and whatever it is in terms of like not having meat yeah. at restaurants. Well, it's bad for the environment. It takes Terrible. so much carbon. Footprint. Whatever. I'm gonna yeah. say it wrong. It takes a lot of the carbon footprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You have like a huge carbon f- footprint in making meat. Yeah, there is something like that. Whatever. But that's boring, guys. Let's talk about I, the comedy show. Let's think, talk about how yeah. you guys first met. You guys met at Laughing Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. So yeah. let's talk about the first time you guys laid eyes on each other, and you were like, "Oh, we should produce a show together." Uh, the first time, no, I we, I said like good set, like I thought she was really good. Oh you know, my, like, and that's like set. that's like a comics, like I love you or yeah, you're perfect. You're hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is like a oh hey. So you said good set, and then what, how did it go from there? We just saw each other around. What? Yeah, yeah, we saw each other at Laughing Buddha, and I think we just like hung out a little bit, and we just kept on seeing each other at mics, and you're like, we should start a show, and I remember being like, I. I just started comedy. I'm so bad. I could never. And you're like, no, you can start a show. And so (laughs) I just like, I didn't know how comedy worked really. I didn't know like, I don't know how to get, or like just the progression of like being a comedian. And then uh, the pandemic hit. Can't say pandemic. Um, And then (laughs) forgot how to say. Yeah, we're going to get demonetized. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then after um, I came back to the city, I like hit Amanda up and I was like, we should start that show. So did you guys, you guys started before the pandemic or was after? Before. Before. Well, it was like the end of it, right? Oh, oh! So like March 2020, show? it started the Mar- pandemic. Oh yeah. Out. So March 2020, but then we got drinks because I remember we were at that restaurant in January 2021. Yeah. No, no, it must no, 2020. It was, it was November or like December 2020. Yeah. We yeah. got drinks and we we're yeah. eating and we we're talking and we we're like we should just start one. And I don't even think we we're just like I think you said oh my friend like knows restaurants yeah and I was like all right that sounds fun let's just do it like no and then. And then we were looking at certain places, and then we found Baby Brassa, and we're like, all right, let's do it. And then it just, like, you know, that was February 2021. Our first show was February 15th. Yeah, yeah, It was President's Day. Oh, day after Valentine's Day. It was President's Day, Monday, uh, the President's Day. Who reached out to the club? Um, I think you did. Well, well, yeah, it was just a, it's a restaurant, Baby Brassa, but... um, but yeah, I reached out to them because I did. I like randomly went there for a drunk bingo night, and <laughs> I was just like, "This would be a good place to do comedy, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I guess." Yeah. Um. So yeah. But were you guys the only ones who did shows there, or were there other people who did shows no, there? There was. There was, I think was I other, people, other people. There was people who did shows there before us, but um, it was a weird 
time in the pandemic where everything was closing again. Uh-huh. So our show was like the only show that was kind of open at the time or like running at yeah. the time. So in terms of booking comics, how do you guys break it up? And you guys usually have like what, six to eight people per show? Yeah. yeah. It's like two each. And then yeah. headliner, it goes like maybe she'll book one, one show. I'll book one, one show. But I, but I think it's really good. We're on kind of the same page of the level of comedians where, you know, right. Yeah. Understood. So how many shows a week are you doing? Um, just you, because I see your book probably almost every night. Um, produced, I'm um, produced. I, I well, I meant just like just Amanda. Gale am I on, doing on about show. four or five a week okay. for sure, four at least? And yeah. you're comfortable with that amount? Yeah, yeah. It's it's exhausting, <laughs> but I mean, everyone's exhausted, so I don't yeah. complain because it's you know. Well, I see I mean, some I people. Well, <laughs> I see some people doing like three to four spots a night. First, like scheduling that and figuring out how to get from Bushwick and what the tiny cupboard out there yeah. all the way up oh, to yeah. uh, that comic yeah. strip and stuff Uber, like that. Yeah, Uber helps, and you just have to be like, "Oh, I'll go early," you know. But I agree. I don't like the multiple spots a night because I'm exo- I don't have energy the second show. Like it doesn't revive me. I, I you know, I when I do it, I don't say no. I say yes to everything anyone asks me. Yeah, but. Like if I have three shows a night, e- even I'm just like I don't I don't fucking this joke. You guys like this? I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> so tired. I can't say this thing anymore. You know, I get like that personally. Yeah, I don't. Know. And then also when you're like saying the same stuff multiple times a night, uh, I don't know. Like I would always like yeah. to kind of smile or like give a little giggle laugh. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, all right, I said this thing 20 minutes ago. Yeah, you know, like I'm cool with doing it. Like okay, yes, I said it like five hours ago when I was practicing doing it, but exactly. at, at a certain yeah. time, you know, yeah. you want to mix it up. A ton. So what are you, how much time do you think you're most comfortable doing out? If somebody was like, all right, get up there and we're going to give you the mic until you tap out. How much time do you think you're comfortable with up there? I would say 20. 20? Like what? comfortable. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? 15. <laughs> I feel like you get the point. <laughs> you get my story after 12. You're like, I mean, <laughs> well, also Jewish, we get it. We <laughs> from Jersey. Yeah, we get it. All but right. the, So the thing is, in New York, I mean, for the most part, when you guys think about comedy clubs or you go to any comedy shows in general, I mean, 15 to 20 minutes is the most amount of time you'll do on a show. And it's usually like, I mean, how do you guys, you guys usually do like 10 minutes on this show? You have comics do 10 minutes? Yeah, 10. Uh, now it's usually 10, but yeah. like on other shows, like 10, 8, 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, that's usually the amount of time like I find giving uh, other comics as well. Um, I mean, it depends if there's like a, a hard out after an hour, 30 minutes or like there's an out up there an hour and 45 minutes but yeah just in general yeah it's yeah. usually the fine the time i find yeah there was um there was a show that went on for like four hours i was hosting yeah was <laughs> and a, you you hosted the whole four yeah wow it's crazy. a four-hour show well because we were waiting on um we were one waiting. guy for like three hours <laughs> yeah, we were waiting <laughs> well well we weren't waiting on him that honestly that long like i think everyone was kind of going a little slow um, but then, uh, Mark Norman was booked and so people were just, and a lot of people bought tickets to see him. And so and he was just running late. And so everyone waited, you know, for him. And then he came and he did like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes. So wait, but you were hosting and you were like, all right guys, we're going to pause this for about 45 minutes. No, wait. well, Shafi, like, you know, there was a couple comics who did, you know, extra time. More time. More people time. went up again. Yeah, people went up again. <laughs> <laughs> just ran the whole show back. I've had, like, stressful moments like that, too, but a four-hour comedy show is yeah, beyond. Isn't that crazy? Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Where was that? That's awesome. Uh, it was in Williamsburg. I've, it's called, like, Parquet something. That's know. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll just get, I mean, like, I, for most comedy shows, I'll get stressed. But, yeah, in a situation like that, people, like, 
like bailing at the last minute, or you have to wait for them for forty five minutes. Oh, that's so that is you just like, like bump mics with them. Yeah, like bailing is like whatever. There's you could find another comic. It's like okay, whatever. But like they're showing up late, and you're like, the, like oh, like there's no well, comic here. Well, like, let me ask you guys this: yeah. Do you book comics based on like a time? Because initially, I was just like, I would tell people like, oh yeah, the show's at seven, and then I'd let comics come as as they as they as they want whatever. We'll book the lineup as people come. But like now. I've been booking comics and being like, okay, show up at 7.15 and doing their set time. Because I feel like comics are less likely to be late if you give them a specific time rather than like, just show up whenever you want. Totally. You know? And then you get so stressed, like, it's 7.45 and half of the comics aren't here yet. I'm like, all right, guys, what is going on? That's smart. That's really smart. That's so true. (laughs) Just trick comics into being on Yeah, literally. Because then they're like, oh, I could be 15 minutes late from the time he gave me rather than being an hour and a half late from the show start date. That's true. Or whatever. So maybe yeah, that's we just a give out the lineup thing. the day of, and I guess people kind of figure out what time that would be because we usually start in time. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Your idea is good, too. Right? Yeah. So I was talking to Elle before you got here about um, L.A. and oh, the, nice. the vibe over there. Have you been to L.A.? No, I haven't. Not to do comedy. I've never done it. When are you going to L.A.? Do you know? I haven't planned a trip, but maybe I would next year. I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I actually have no aspirations to go there. But yeah. Um, I would. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have gone there, but um, my yeah, friend was... So my friend, the first reason I went there, my friend was getting like a knee surgery out there. She lives in California already. And so she she's was getting it done in L.A. And she's like, hey, can you come take care of me? Because she doesn't oh, have that's like sweet. parents. Really this sounds like a better friend than the one in Austin. Sorry for the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My friend in Austin's having a baby on me. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh so yeah, she asked me to come out and she's like, yeah, I'll pay for the Airbnb. Like you can have oh, my dope. car. And so it was like just a really sweet deal. And so it all worked out. But then, but then it kind of sparked like an idea in my brain. Cause I was like, Oh, I have family in like Fort Lauderdale. I have family in Chicago. Like I should just be going to these yeah. places totally. and doing comedy in these yeah. places. Yeah. Have you been outside of New York or New Jersey to really be do- doing comedy? I mean, I see you're doing shows like all over the place, but like traveling uh, far, traveling far, Where's yeah. the far? I mean, I Pennsylvania, Scranton, <laughs> like the farthest I've gone for comedy. Well, that's far. Um, where else have I gone? No major city. I should do more. Like, I I want to do more. Like, if I'm going somewhere, find, you know, where can I get up? Yeah. It's just nerve. It's just like another. Like it's if you're anxiety. On a, it's yeah. anxiety, right? And yeah. then you're like, do I want to do a bar? I, I don't know. No disrespect to bar shows at all. It just, I don't know. Bar shows mm-hmm. in other states besides New York may not have as high of a credibility as like in New York. Because you can go to a bar show in New York yeah, and exactly. have like the yeah. craziest lineup of yeah. comedy you've ever seen. That's right. Yeah. Like bar shows in New York are just so different than probably any other bar shows like in the country, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're like a little club in itself. Um, yeah. Yeah. The indie scene is awesome in New York. If there's yeah. no indie scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not even really an indie scene. Like you can go to a <laughs> yeah. show in Bushwick, and it's just as like one of the crazier shows anyone's probably ever seen. I don't know. I think there is something to be said for paying for a comedy show. How do you guys kind of feel between a free comedy show and then shows that go up to twenty dollars? Do you find that like some of the shows that people pay twenty dollars for are better than the free shows? What do you guys feel about that? You know, I think it's just. For us, we we started with a free show, and the only reason why we stopped doing a free show is because people would 
book a reservation and then not show up. So I feel like it was just all okay. like credibility. Oh God, you know? remember that? Yeah. Like we sold out we and sold nobody out. showed up. <laughs> no was way. Tra- that was traumatizing. It was so how many? How many seats did you guys sell out? Like 25? No, it was like 30. It was 30, 30 to 40. Yeah. yeah. It was our second show at Baby Brassa and we were like getting tickets like this. Like, like, like wow, we're going to have a sold out show. And then Three people showed up. It was still was it, it was still a in it? Eventbrite thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was actually humiliating. For yeah. me. I don't know. It was like because we're, we're like advertising, we're sold out. Yeah, and, and then nobody showed up. It was so embarrassing. And then we never did that again. And <laughs> I think people do think like, oh, I paid like ten dollars. Yeah. Like I'm expecting something yeah. out of yeah. this, and even like twenty dollars. It's funny to see like what people think it's too expensive for comedy. Like some people like like I feel like twenty dollars is not like I would pay twenty dollars to see a good anything. The only thing I would say about that and like don't listen too much because, you know, obviously you guys know Ted Jones comedy show is twenty dollars. But like sometimes (laughs) you'll have to pay the tax and then you also have to do like the drinks and food on top of that, which at none of the Ted Jones comedy shows comedy night with Ted Jones or the show, you have to pay extra money. Right. Yeah, yeah, so you, there's no, like, drink minimum or whatever. But I can understand if somebody's going to a comedy show, they're spending 25 on the ticket, and then they have, like, a two-drink minimum. It ends up being, like, I don't know, 75 a person. Maybe that's yeah. different. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, in general, I feel like $20 is very reasonable for a yeah. comedy show. Totally. Especially yeah. it's, like, an hour and a half and potentially better than a movie if you were to go to a movie theater. But, I don't know, the movie theater prices are just as expensive. All right, that's Popcorn's, like, 30 bucks. If yeah. not more. Movie theaters are, like, 40 bucks. What? Really? Like, honestly, like, for two people, yeah, it's, like, 40 bucks. Well, you got to get the snacks, And the you got to get the snacks. You have to. Yeah. Also, I, I was watching this thing on YouTube that they attract you in with all the menus and, yeah. like, the size of the candy is bigger and oh stuff like God. that. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie in a very long time, yeah, though. Why? I guess Netflix is... It's like, why go to a movie? You yeah, have everything, the Hulu or whatever. Yeah. I also, I mean, the last time I probably went um, to a movie was like a date, like years ago. Do you guys have boyfriends or whatever? We'll talk about that. Ooh. Good transition, Ooh, Ted. Fun. Yeah, I know you do, Amanda. I do have a boyfriend. Do yeah, you, yeah. Elle? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, okay. She will. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, she will? I don't know. She will. <laughs> <laughs> like a wink to One me. Day. We were talking about like Elle and I having a baby before Amanda <laughs> hopped in the podcast. So, yes. Maybe hopefully. after tonight, after this podcast. You can... <laughs> how, long have you, how long have you been with your boyfriend? It'll be a year, April 28th. Nice. And one time I saw you guys, where were you? In the South, in Mississippi? I oh, saw that on like yes. your Facebook profile. Is that where he's from? No. Um, well, so, I my dream trip, like people, people fantasize about going to like Bahamas, Europe. I've always wanted to do a road trip across the United States. Oh, wow. Okay. And I just want to go to every state. Like that's my bucket nice. list. Like, like hit every, all the states. So I've always wanted to do a Southeast road trip because I find the Southeast fascinating because I'm from the Northeast and the cultures are very Might different. Might as well go to the Southeast. What does that look like? It's gorgeous. Like, Miss, have you, well, you're, you're from Fort Lauderdale. It's the Southeast, but have you been to Mississippi? Um, yeah, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, where do you, so where do you turn, though? You go, like, um, east at, um, where? Like, Virginia? Something like that? Well, we, well, we actually west? ended up driving. We, we flew to Atlanta, and we did a road trip from Atlanta to New Orleans. And um, we stopped in Montgomery, Alabama, and then we stopped at Biloxi, Mississippi, and we went to the beaches in Mississippi, and it was actually gorgeous. I didn't really know. I don't think I knew there were beaches there. <laughs> I used to have a map up here, but oh, now, oh. Now, we just, now we just have the sign. All right, nice. So you went to Mississippi. How was the culture down there? Okay, so Mississippi, um, it's, I mean, it's... It's it's like the it's like Atlantic City of the South, so it's like <laughs> so it's Atlantic great. City. It's nice. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
what would I say? I don't know. I We didn't really embrace ourselves in the culture, right? Because you're in the hotel. But you just see the state and the beaches there, um, you know, the gorgeous sand. But I think it's man-made. It's the golf. It's golf water. So it's not oh. ocean. You know. Is that like what ground. is that what golf means? It's man-made? Or it was, it's not man-made. It's like the beach itself. Like they put the sand there. I don't mean yeah. I don't mean the Gulf Coast is man-made. I mean like the whole the beach. Yeah, the yeah. Beach sand. itself. Yeah, like sand. They yeah. put the sand there. They put the like sand it, there, so it's like it a was, man-made beach. Yeah. It's, it's real water from the Gulf, but it's a man-made beach. So the right, beach, right. Is, the sand is like impeccable. You know. Oh, interesting. So yeah. it's nice, but Biloxi closes at ten, and I don't know that's be, if it's because everything because I don't know if it's because it's like a Bible state or because of the safety. Because what do you mean close at ten? Like the restaurants yeah, and everything is like the, no the clubbing. Club close at ten. I think it's not the safest. Ten area. every it's, night. Yeah. Wait, oh. So how is there, is there any evening activities past 10? Like, no. I mean, you say it's closed, but like um, for real closed. Yeah. So the casinos close. At, I don't know. It could be because Mississippi is a very, I know it's a very Christian state. I don't know if that religious. has to do with religious. Or I should say religious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's that, but I also think like Biloxi happens to not be the best area. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, there's, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to offend anyone. But All right. Well, that's fun. So you started in Atlanta and then went west? Uh, down, south. Oh, south okay. And then southwest. Nice. Yeah. I'm not such a big traveler. Oh, no. I don't know. No, I feel like being on a road trip like that would just, like, give me so much anxiety. I don't know. Like, yeah. I like New York. I like going to Miami, and then I'm going to L.A., like, in nice. a week and a half. Like, that'll be fun, but only for four nights because I don't know how much time I could spend yeah. out of New York. I will say when you come back from – when I come back from vacation, I'm disoriented. I'm totally. Not I hate it. Yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. Like, the going there is cool. Being there is cool. But coming back, I'm, like, a mess. I'm just, like, uh, you know, so – Sometimes that happens with me. Did that happen with you from LA? Or no, yeah, you're like back I just, with it. I couldn't, I couldn't function for a whole week. I was like, I didn't know how to like write I, anymore. I was like, what is my jokes? Like, what is comedy? How do you, how do I even write a joke? I was just so out of it. I don't know. I still am kind of. Out of it. So what do you guys have on plan for the show this summer? Summer. Yeah. This summer. We kind of take it like. Month by month. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. kind of what I'm doing. We have Al Franken headlining. I oh, saw yeah. that. Yeah. Now, um, how did you get him? Do you know him like personally, or you just reached out to him? Uh, it was through the club. They set it up. So. I didn't know he did comedy. Was he a journalist guy? No, he started out in SNL. He was yeah. a stand-up. He, you know, he's Which Pat. is kind of insane. Like, you start out at SNL, then transition to... Politics. Politics. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are very excited for that show, obviously. Yeah, really excited. <laughs> and what Can't else? Wait. I mean, what else is going on individually? What do you have planned within the next few months? And then Al, also you two planned within the next few months. Comedy is like a month to month thing that unless you're like on tour. Month. So I'm just like yeah. asking maybe a dead end, qu- dead end question. <laughs> dead end question. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's month to month. Um, yeah, I think so. I'm going to Miami in two weeks. I'm visiting grandparents and doing shows out there are you doing stuff in miami or fort lauderdale both but mostly miami but my grandparents live in fort lauderdale so i'll be doing that stuff and then um i think that's i'm trying to get um trying to like submit to like festivals and stuff like that i got a new five minute tape so freaking just trying to make that better and yeah all that good stuff yeah yeah, normal, say. just trying to get better, get up as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York is the place for it also, Definitely. you know? I feel like people ask me sometimes, like, what's better, L.A. or New York for comedy? And I would just say New York by a landslide, right? For stand-up, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, well, you would know more than me because you were, you know, you did other, you done other cities, but. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think that's just, like, what everyone says, so I 
believe everyone, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, no. I've also heard it from a lot of people. Everyone can't be wrong. <laughs> I've had no proof, but everyone says it. Like, all right, I guess this is a thing. Okay, so let's get to the next topic. Favorite comedy club. We'll start with you, Amanda. Oh, my favorite. The Stand. I love The Stand. Nice. Easy, quick, simple. L. how about you? Honestly, I think The Stand, too. It's just good vibes. Good. good hang. They let the comics hang there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see everyone. Like, I've seen, yeah, the best comics go through there. So do you guys have, like, a dream guest on the show that you've almost got, but, like, you're trying to book and they're always busy? Or, like, no one really in particular? Maybe, like, a headliner or something? People ask me that sometimes. TJ Miller almost did ours. I love Jessica Kirsten. Uh-huh. Um, Actually, I worked with Judy Gold on Saturday. I opened for Judy Gold. I saw that. And nice. she, okay, so you're going to like this story. So I opened for Judy Gold, and she's like, oh, she talked to her son. They were FaceTiming. And then she was like, oh, do you know Amanda? And he was like, oh, yeah, the shish show. And then he goes, you should do the shish show, mom. And then when she goes, I want to do your show. And she left. And I was like, oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, um, my mom's favorite comedian of all time is Judy Gold. So this wow. Was like, so like Your mom's going to be pumped. She was pumped. She That's was great. Like, it's called Kfelling in Yiddish. Yeah, of course. Kfelling. Yeah. Elle doesn't know. No, we I know. know. That. No, but my mom is like. <laughs> I thought it was kvetching. No, kvetching is like bad. Kvetching, kvetching is. Complaining. Kfelling is. is like excited. Like, oh, kfelling. Like, like yeah. you're, you're like bragging. You're like yeah. kfelling. Or like mm-hmm. pride. Yeah, yeah. It's like pride. So but that's my fa- mom's favorite comedian of all time. And so I was just like, oh, my God, like, and I, like meeting her for I was just like, so I was I've never been so nervous to meet someone because my mom just like. Well, how did you get the gig to open for her well, the other governors, day? Uh, through governors. OK. You know, so um, it was uh, it was cool. And then, you know, she's awesome. I mean, she's so fucking nice. She's so fucking down to earth and nice. I don't know if I've, uh, I've never seen her. All these insanely talented. I mean, not that I've met all of them. I'm all the, you know, I, I haven't met all of them, but it seems like anyone you meet that's like insanely talented, insanely respected, is so nice and down to earth, right? They say don't meet your heroes. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if I believe that. And then also, like, apparently, you'll never be told you're not doing as much as somebody who's doing better than you. I don't know. I read that quote on Instagram, probably. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> like, so somebody who's doing way better than you will never like put you down and like, oh, you're not doing enough or like critique you. You know, oh, you always get yeah. critiqued by people who are not doing as well as you, I think. Dude, totally. I feel like I already feel that now. Like people who are not threatened by you are like, yeah, you're, you're funny. You're good. Like they're nice to you. But people who are threatened by you, they do not fuck with you. So what has been the most dramatic moment in comedy for each one of you guys? Maybe somebody yeah. coming off the stage and smacking you or something like that? Oh, whoa. Um, Maybe not that intense, but, you know, something intense. Let's see. Well, one time I um, I miss... I don't even know if it's called... But basically, I miss... I don't know if it's called misgendered, but I thought a dude was a woman. And so I said like, oh, miss. And he was like, and it was so dark. Okay. It was so dark. In the club. Why is every comedy club so dark too? We need more lights (laughs) in comedy clubs. That easily happen. I mean, it's better if it's dark, you know, like for the whole experience for the audience. But then it's like, okay, we're trying to do crowd work. I can't tell. And this guy was like more like femme or whatever, but he definitely was like a straight dude. Um, and then I realized he was a guy and he got really upset and then he like was yelling, fuck you, like oh. during my set. And what I, was this? Uh, it was like last summer. No, but I mean like in an intimate setting. Oh or? yeah. It was at the pair. So it was, oh, ma'am. um, and wow. honestly, like 
I got a good uh, crowd work clip off out of it. Did so you post it? Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was like a little bit ago. But then, and then afterwards, I saw him smoking outside, and I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." It's I really- get a drag. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I was like, "I'm sorry. It's really dark in there." And he's like, "You, I know you meant to do it. You don't care. Like you were doing it on purpose." And I was like, "What?" And then he blew cigarette smoke in my face. Yeah. This is so dramatic. Yeah, All right, dramatic. that was a good one. Amanda, your turn. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess one time I got heckled badly at, at this, like, Connecticut show I did in Connecticut. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't that bad. This woman was just like, that's not, you know, she was just like, that's that's not funny. You know, something, whatever. But the most embarrassing moment of comedy is when I, I called up um, Osama um, Sadiqi to the stage. And I accidentally started saying, everyone, Osama bin, and I stopped in the whole crowd was like no. yes and he was so cool about it you know it's a song yeah like cool. that's amazing but he was like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm literally I'm cringing like, here for you <laughs> oh my god yeah that's so funny well in my defense his old instagram name used to be osama bin laughing okay so that's, that's I was fair. Thinking. I wasn't thinking about Osama bin Laden. I was thinking about Osama bin Laden. But like blowing smoke in your face is pretty intense. So rude. Yeah, oh so rude. yeah. And I like I have quite a temper on me, but that I don't like. I don't. I, I very controlled. I've I cannot freak out at people, but like I wanted to punch him yeah. in the face, but I would never. Uh-huh. That's like passed out. Not like punch, but like I would. I don't know what I would have done, but it was like there was fury inside of me, but I just walked away. But yeah, you can get there. There was a comic not too long after at the pair. He like some audience member was getting wild and a comic like punched an audience member from the pair. And then he got he I mean, yeah, you got banned from the pair. It's like you can't hit people. Yeah. yeah. Well, was this like within the last two weeks? He got like inspiration from Will Smith. Oh, this is no. a long time ago. <laughs> uh, he's the OG, I guess. Yeah, oh, okay. it was a while ago, like six months ago. But oh, yeah, shit. isn't that crazy? Um, Let's get ratchet at the pair. Yeah, insane. <laughs> the pair insane. Well, also, I I, sometimes New York people do get intense on like the later night shows. Maybe like I've done shows like yeah. 12 a.m. And then that's like usually the squad you don't want to see. And yeah. like a comedy audience, just because like 12 a.m., like people, chances are they've had dinner, drinks, and then they're going to a comedy show. So they've definitely right. had their yeah, fair yeah, share yeah. of drinks with them. Yeah. I love how you like asked for our cringy stories. And yeah. Then and like, then I was like, by the way, I don't have one. <laughs> well, I just wanted to, I wanted to know if like you guys had anything specific, any specific cringe stories, but you do. I don't know. I guess, well, the other, oh. the other day my dad was at um, one of my shows and I had to tell him after the show, I was like, dad, you need to stop talking so much. He was like, I thought I was being helpful. I was like, you don't need to answer questions questions when i'm transitioning i'm like anybody here smoke weed Woo! i smoke weed all right dad like i was just transitioning keeping it moving do your parents my, show to you yeah you know, your shows dad okay my dad came to new york comedy club um a couple weeks ago and he was talking to the audience to the, the guy it was zach you know zach McGovern. yeah yeah of course so zach has this bit about spirit airlines and my dad's like, yeah, they 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 charge you for everything. They charge you a fortune. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dad, they charge you, you a fortune. And he's like, because Zach was just like, you know, it's cheap. And they add on. My dad's yeah. like, yeah, they they charge you for everything. They charge you a fortune. <laughs> oh, God. Zach's like, all right. And I'm like, dad, you can't. And I said to Zach, I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, I get it. It's fine. I'm like, he just he he thinks he doesn't know he's being rude. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you if somebody's talking or saying something relatable on stage, and it was one of my first shows. 
shows or like, I don't know. I would talk to the person on stage too. <laughs> Maybe I had like a few drinks. I'm like, oh, I relate to that. Yeah, Spirit yeah. Airline does charge for everything. Yeah. So I relate to it. So like parents, I understand getting involved. Do your parents ever get involved in a show? No, they've never, they've never uh, seen me do stand-up. Stop. Yeah, I like it. Wow. Yeah. Are they going to come in uh, Fort Lauderdale when you're down there? No. They're, they're, um, they live, my dad lives in Boston. My mom lives in Chicago. So, okay. uh, they're up there, but yeah, I just, I don't really want them to see me do stuff. Really? Though. Well, eventually. You eventually. Want them, right? Yeah. Eventually. Like when I'm like really good, but I just don't want them. I'm not like there yet. And I just like, it's kind of like my thing. And but they're supportive. Yeah. They want me to do whatever. Makes you happy. Makes me happy. I was talking to Elle before you got here. I was obviously, I've said that a million times this podcast, so we're going to have to edit some of the times that I said that. But um, like the people who you, I forget what the topic I was bringing up, but like the people who, um, the people who you went to college with. Oh, yeah. yeah who yeah. do you, who are you still close with, like in terms of college? Like people who live in New York City or people who are from Chicago or what? Um, I have one friend from college um, that lives in New York, and she was, like, my only friend when I came out here, like, that I knew. Like, I knew some other people from college, but um, – and so I'm friends with her still, and she had, like, all these other friends from, like – She comes – she sees you um, perform, though, a lot, or not really? Uh, sometimes. Like, I don't really – uh, t- drag my friends out too much unless it's like a big show yeah, yeah, yeah. or like I need them there. Like I've brought them to a bringer before. Nice. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Um, bring out the whole squad. But yeah, you know, everyone's super supportive and good yeah. to hear. Yeah. Amanda, how about you? Well, <laughs> well, when I first started comedy, uh, my friends were really supportive, but they, they kind of took it personally that I had this thing outside of the crew. I guess I, I guess I'm trash. I shouldn't trash talk, but I, it was. I, I didn't think my f- my friends didn't understand how much it entailed. So when I wasn't hanging out as much or going to brunch when they yeah, were going to it's brunch, like every night. Yeah, like you. They thought like when I first started, it was bringers, which you know, it, it's such a weird. I was just thinking of that right now. It's so weird because like you bring all your friends to these bringers. And you're like not good yet at all. You're still a bringer, and then that's it. They're like, I don't want to see you, right? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, they 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 come to your br- bringers. And they've seen your jokes. And then you're like, come to another show, but like, then, then they think you're still that, right? You're like um, wasting your like bad years on your friends. Yeah, it's also like, I mean, doing like the comedy show. There was not one person over the last year that I haven't texted in my phone book. You know, like come to the show, come to the show, come to the show. And then once a person comes to one show, I mean, it could be completely different. Like you know, a few months down the line, but people feel like okay, that was the one show, and then they're the same, right? Is that kind right, of what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. And it's like, how many shows are you going to make them come to? Or do yeah. the same, you know? Yeah. Like, um, but. They, I, they. I don't think they understood how much, t- what you have to do to pursue comedy. I don't think they, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. So you're not yeah. gonna be going. You can't go to. Br- I mean, I guess you go to brunch, but you know. Yeah. Anything really at night. Is tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your your life becomes com- comedy, and yeah. you may not be hanging out with the, doing the with the squad, the girls' trips, and the, like you may not be doing that as much. And they may take it personally, which sometimes happens, but, you know. You always got to find a balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? All right, guys. Well, I have a cryotherapy session in a little bit. I'm going with Julio Gallerati. Julio, if you're listening, I'm pumped, man. I'm also a little bit scared. I don't know what to expect. Have you ever done it, Amanda? No, but I've heard great things. We'll see. Amanda, thank you so much for coming. Elle, thank you so much for coming. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the Ted Jones World Podcast. Follow these lovely girls. Guys, please um, shout out your Instagram really quick, Elle. 
at underscore L Orlando underscore. We'll put that right there. Amanda, at your Instagram. The Amanda Gale. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for coming, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Woo. Bye. Thank you.